Bills. That's Bills. Enter it now at FoxSports980.com. WOFX Troy, WGYFM HD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. On 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Let's get ready to rumble. I got to tell you, man, I I remember back in my day when you the you, you, Bill Lambeer punching people. You had uh, Dennis Rodman, the worm. He was in there slapping people around and the... I remember the malice at the palace. I don't really recall a dude choking a dude out. I don't know if I've seen that. I, I remember Jeff Van Gundy holding on to Alonzo Mourning's leg like an overexcited Cocker Spaniel. I remember <laughs> those things. But to see Draymond Green just go, I don't like Rudy Gobert, and I'm going to protect Clay Thompson, and just jump in, lock in under the chin, and start dragging him off. Like, like a like an animal with its prey. Just here, let me take, let me end this thing. I'm going to eat it in a cave later. That, that I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that. Three three people get the kicked out of the gate. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more coming, but honestly, don't even think like Carl Anthony Towns is there and stuff. I don't think that they even really tried to save Gobert. I think people still hate Rudy Gobert. I, I think. I think they were like, Draymond, come on, man. Just hurry up and choke him out so I, I, I got to pretend I'm breaking this up. <laughs> if you were listening on our terrestrial side here, 95.9.980.1031-HD2, you just heard the iHeart Sports Report, and they talked about the stats of, like, this is the first time players had been thrown out of a game before a basket was even scored. <laughs> Steph Curry was injured. So if you're a fan of professional wrestling like I am and frequent pro wrestling references on the show, that felt a little too staged, even for what? me. What? It, it, it felt. How was that staged? Here, here's how it felt to me. I'm glad we heard the report on the terrestrial side because you and I have. I think it's pretty obvious we're not fans of this in season tournament. Oh, like, it's crap. We don't like it. It's confusing. Ha-ha. My head Doo-doo. hurts. It's poopy. If I had to pick a team of any team in the NBA right now who's the least caring about the NBA's in season tournament, even before it tipped off. Guys, who's going to care the least about this tournament? I would have told you the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors have won four championships. The Golden State Warriors with Steve Kerr have been known to take a few games off during the season because, oh, it's a Friday game? I don't know. I just kind of wanted to go out. Can't we just do this in the postseason? Can't you guys just I would have picked Golden State. So what does Golden State do? They get in a fight. Get everybody up. Oh, you're going to suspend us for how long? Is it? So the in-season tournament ends December 7th. Just kind of extend it if you want. Maybe till Christmas? Uh, no. Maybe you can call me till then? Maybe suspending that. Even the chokehold on Rudy Gobert. I've seen some sleeper holds and chokeholds. That wasn't exactly Roddy Piper or the Million Dollar Man. You didn't think it was that bad? Maybe it was Gobert's reaction. Like, did he have him in a chokehold? Yes. But Gobert, like, with the arms flailing, looked like an independent wrestler. One! The arm goes down. Two. Wait a second. Here it comes. It's the ultimate Frenchman. The elbow to the. Ch- it felt. It felt staged to me. Look, I, I get didn't the NBA. See that at all. The NBA wants us to talk about the in-season tournament, and you and I, we've been known on this show to talk about how physical altercations in sports gets us more interested. Red Sox and the Yankees have done it. 
Other fights have done it. I just maybe I'm seeing this. I thought the that wrong was way. ugly. I thought that was ugly. I did. I I you know, I've heard people joking that like, well, it's because how bad they all really, really want to win the tournament. Right. Like no. which I don't agree with that even a little bit. But I, I thought that was one of the uglier scenes I've seen. Like like Draymond Green has a history of of doing the wrong thing. I think he did the really wrong thing. I, and I, here you go. You know what? It looks fake to me. I, man. I mean, I think you just learned recently that wrestling staged. And you already believe this is fake? <laughs> Could you imagine? It was like a week ago. Like, no, no, all fights are staged. I just found <laughs> out. Yeah, <laughs> There's no such thing as a real fight, guys. Watch. I'll go punch this guy. And then Goss comes back missing teeth. Uh, man, I, It wasn't Kermit Washington and Rudy Tomjanovich. I, look, if I had to do a top five, we did the top four to four day of top four NBA fights. I don't know if it's in the top four. And maybe you're right, Levesque. Like, maybe just because I've been so jaded by the in-season tournament that anything that makes a headline of the in-season tournament, I just have a sense of, all right, now it's desperate. Maybe, oh, you're going to fight I each guess. other? I guess, but it's just, like I said, that I came out, I was like, wow, that's ugly. He's going to get suspended. That's going to be bad, like. Like Clay Thompson and, and Jaden McDaniels, they're back and forth with the jerseys ripping. That was maybe I could believe that was like no, you know what? I don't. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying the staged. I can't because you're not going to put. You're not going to put. So, like before the before the game, you think you know Adam Silver just like transports down the locker room from his spaceship. No, 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 no. no. And think says, I- "Boys, I need a fight." Like, what are you like? How, how like what do you mean staged? Like how do you see it as staged? I feel as if the Warriors wanted nothing to do with this tournament. They wanted absolutely nothing uh, to do with it, and they're like, so okay. you're saying almost like a hockey, like everybody drop the gloves right in the yeah. beginning. Let's get out of here. Yeah, but the but the wins losses count towards your regular season. They do. I don't think the Warriors care if they're a two seed or a three seed or a four seed. I think they're just like we know what basketball we want to play. Look, was it an aggressive play? Was Clay Thompson involved? Yeah. Was it some dirty basketball? No doubt. Do I think that the Warriors and Timberwolves is the new Heat and Knicks or Pistons and Bulls because they were fighting on a weirdly colored yellow court? (laughs) Uh, Maybe history will prove me wrong, but less than 24 hours after that brawl, eh. Maybe I'm too old school. I don't know. I don't recall a chokehold in the NBA. That's where I'm at. I don't recall... Someone getting choked out in the NBA. Am I wrong? Like, I can't. Because, again, it, it, like, I know Gobert's flailing around, but he is. That's who he is. He's a big, long, lanky dude. That easy to put a seven-footer in a headlock is what you're yeah, getting Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> but he did it. And then Carl Anthony Townsend, they're going, come on, man. Nobody likes him. He started COVID. Like, he is. He's Rudy COVID Bear. Like, he, that's who he is. He's the one who was touching the microphones and everything. That's right. Shut the NBA down. I mean, like the, the tongue sticking out, him falling backwards, and it's like maybe but, honestly, but the, for real, I think I understand. I think I know it. I think you forgot a very key factor in the NBA. I think I did too, and I think I know where you're going to go with this. Go ahead. So, in a sport full of flopping, you think he overacted being choked out? Come on, <laughs> I love working with you. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I had to rewatch it here in studio to make sure, like, all right, I'm on the same point with this. Yeah, like, yeah. So I see Gorbear flopping here, and I'm like, all right, he's overacting. But then I thought, okay, maybe, maybe he is seven feet tall. There is a true possibility in his life he's actually never been in a chokehold. Like, I, I what, mean, who who can reach him? Right. What guy snuck behind a seven-footer is like, sleeper! 
Donna, go to sleep, big man. Get off my elbow. It's got to be less than five times in his life if he's ever been in a sleeper. Maybe he really didn't know how to physically react to being choked out. That's why he looked ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, if you've ever been caught, like I've had buddies come up and like a couple, like let's let's be real. Most of our friends aren't going to be able to get us. (laughs) But don't forget what I do as part of my day job. You know, all of a sudden we're messing around and, you know, some six foot six offensive lineman decides he's going to get a piece of the president real quick, joking around. I you they don't do the choke, but there's definitely it's a different world. It's one of those. Oh, I guess I'm going where you want me to go right now. Like, yeah, Rudy Gobert sitting there going, "A, holy holy caca, this guy got me," and B, ah ah, it's a personal foul. Ah, suspended for a year. Like, yeah, he's he's acting up. He's flopping. LeBron was like, good job. That was nice. That was a good flop right there. I thought you weren't kicking out, man. He looked he looked like one of the wacky waving arm guys in front of the, the <laughs> car dealer chair. Yeah, like if Mohawk ever does a big sale. Gobert. Yeah, look, it's it's Rudy Gobert now. Woo! But no, I I do I I just I can't get the visual out of my head of of an NBA superstar choking out another NBA superstar. Like it's just it's in my head now. It's 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 there with, you know, the mouse at the palace, the you know the the Knicks, the Heat fighting and all. Like it's it's there. It's in my head now, of Draymond Green just trying to kill Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gobert's teammates being like, "Stop! No, I don't want you to. Are you done yet? Oh, don't keep. Please, no. You you want me to help get under his chin? Like, like Rudy Gobert might be the most hated man." In the NBA by other NBA players. Yes. You know, yes, he is. Because he is dirty. He mixes it up down low. He runs his mouth a lot. COVID's uh, his fault. The, the big he corona. ate a bat. It's not a, I can't do the big Corona as a nickname. People get upset about that. But I thought that was going to be his nickname. I, but, I'm not, I'm not going to judge you for it. Uh, with Gobert in that play and everything that happened. Uh, yeah. The Warriors and the Timberwolves. It'd be fun to have a rivalry like that. But I don't see that being a storyline. You know, the big, I don't say big brother, little brother, like, hey, we know, Minnesota, that the team you got to take out in the postseason is Golden State. That's great. You guys got to get a little better, too. I know you got a whole new roster, basically, than what you've had over the last five years and ten years and everything else, and you want to be a contender, and you want to go with them, but I don't know if that's how you do it either. It was, look, we're talking about the in-season tournament. I don't know if this is the way they wanted it to happen. This definitely isn't the way they wanted it to happen. But <laughs> I think it's first, second, and third are the most interesting things that have happened in the in-season tournament. This and somehow Ben Simmons getting injured again are about the two things I've taken away <laughs> from the in-season tournament so far. Ben Simmons. <laughs> is, that, is that where we live now? We're just going to try and... All right, listen, I'm really sick of this player. Time to play the Warriors. Um, <laughs> I just, again, I just, I've never... I, I thought everybody's going to be... Pure outrage. Is that has Draymond Green actually just normalized insanity on the court? Like to the point where we're just like he he's the guy he stomps on people, he does this, he does the other, he jumps on whatever he uh, Oh my god, that NBA player's choking out of the Oh, it's Draymond Green. Oh it's, it, it, it's Tuesday. It's a, fine. A far more skilled Dennis Rodman. Dennis, yeah, I don't hate that. Rodman's a Hall of Famer, but offensively he's nowhere close to what Draymond Green has been. He's nowhere close to being as good as a passer. We could say Rodman was a lot dirtier down low, but I think some of that plays into what the sport was in the 90s in comparison to 2023. But it is a modern-day Dennis Rodman, just far better of a basketball player. All that stuff, the enforcer, the guy who sets the tone, 
And look, I will, let's go back a year ago at this time. A year ago in November of 2022, it was almost as clear as day. Everybody knew Draymond Green was done in Golden State. He had yeah. the podcast. He's running. He still has the podcast, but he's got the podcast. The contract doesn't make sense. What he is as a fit for the team doesn't make sense. And we'll get to Jordan Poole later in the show that people thought Jordan Poole was going to be the next Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. They're like, I mean, I know Jordan Poole and Draymond got in a fist fight and they actually punched each other and was suspended, but. I mean, obviously, you're going to take Jordan Poole. They did it. They <laughs> shipped him off to D.C., and they said, Draymond's our captain, our enforcer, and he sets the tone for this franchise. He's sticking around. And so far, it's worked out. Like, it, it seems like a very obvious thing now, but a year ago, it wasn't so obvious that Draymond was even still going to be a warrior. Well, he's a warrior, all right. <laughs> I mean, he is. It, isn't he old, too? Like, isn't it time? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, but, yeah, Draymond Green, he's... You, you, he's won the tournament for me. This is the most attention I paid to an in-season tournament game. Shut it down. It's over. It's, it's it. done. And it's just, it's just him with, uh, with, with Christopher from Sopranos in a casino with the trophy. It's just the two of them. I know the big guys are playing fine for the Knicks right now, but are these moments where Knicks fans wish they had Draymond Green? Oh, I, I want when every time his contract came up, I, I started liking him as a player. And it wasn't even like a conscious decision. It was one of those deals where it was like, God, I hate Draymond Green. He's such a jerk. He's third best player on the team, but he talks to him, all these things, blah, 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 in my head. And then Draymond Green's contract almost up. But, you know, he plays so hard. And he's like, he's a rugged, <laughs> right. he's a dog. He gets in there and he really, like, I just instantly, it goes from like, what a terrible person to, oh, he could be our terrible person? Oh, I like him. That's a good one. Let's go get that player. That's the guy. You want you want the modern day Charles Oakley. You you mess with my bigger players who don't want to fight. Oh, you're he's Draymond Green is the NBA equivalent of an NHL hockey goon. Yes, who can actually score. Right, yep. right, right. He, yeah, like if a hockey goon was getting like you know twenty goals a season, I was just like, wait, that's pretty good for a guy. Oh, and he'll slap you around. Oh, the reason he only has twenty and not forty is because he gets this, he gets kicked out. He spends a lot of time in the sin bin. Okay, all right. <laughs> If I was a if I was a hockey fan looking for an NBA player to root for, I would it would start and probably almost end with Draymond Green. That'd be about it. But again, congratulations on winning the in season tournament, Draymond. Congratulations. Can we stop it now? No more no more in season. Um, let's say there's a couple there's a couple NFL stories out there. Um, one involves a player who we're not going to see the rest of the season on the field. Another is going to rehash a conversation we've already had. It's uh, there's there's an individual who is rumored to be, you know, headed to a new position in a new place. And now we might have confirmation that's a very real thing. That is that's all going to be on its way, but first it's all about the ring, my friend. Yeah, it's all about the ring, it's all about the ladies. The ladies in your Hello, life. ladies. Ladies night Friday, the shops of Wilton if you're maybe getting out of school right now, maybe you've got an early exit from work. Tell the fiance, the wife, the girlfriend that Ladies Night is at the Shops of Wilton this Friday. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, check out their Facebook page for more information where you can be a part of Ladies Night. Now, what is Ladies Night? Think about this. The wife. It's a night with a lot of ladies. <laughs> That's true. It, can't argue against that. I'm here but to help. The wife, the fiance, the girlfriend can head to the Shops of God Wilton. Guys wants to choke me out. You, no, no, no. I've been, LeVac, <laughs> here's, here's why, guys. Because what LeVac just said, he may not know that your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend is going to go. And check out the selection of jewelry at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. And if you know that certain somebody in your life, that wish list might be pretty long. 
I like this. I like that. You and I have both been into Lily and David Fine Jewelers. There's so many great pieces that she's going to love. The key is that you've got to trust like we've done in the past, Alyssa and David and Tammy and G of, hey, this fits your budget. We talk to your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend. This is what she's looking for for Christmas. Here's how much you're looking to spend, and here's why your holiday is going to be great. Guys, the shopping gets done for you this Friday. Have her go to Ladies' Night at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Let them do wants. all the work, and you get all the credit. That's it. How much better can we do for you? She's doing the work for you. She's having a night out on Friday, sipping a little champagne and shopping some jewelry, and she gives you the list, and Lily and David Boom. Fine Jewelers helps Done. you. Lillian David Fine Jewelers, a family-owned and operated business. I know from experience, my engagement ring, my wedding band, the five-year anniversary gifts, and more all came from our friends at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Guys, make the holiday shopping season easy. Stop over to the shops of Wilton and enjoy ladies' night. You enjoy it by watching some football and firing off some bets, and she'll enjoy it with her girlfriends having a great night. It's all. It, I mean, that's just math right there. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Join us for the 76th Troy Turkey Trot on Thanksgiving morning, a tradition that not only brings families together, but also helps outrun hunger and homelessness. Sign up now for the 5K, 10K, grade school mile, and turkey walk. Visit TroyTurkeyTrot.com to register. The Vault reminds you that on Thanksgiving Day, your family will no doubt gather around a dining room table filled with good things to eat. Take this time to reflect on how fortunate you are and give thanks. Happy Thanksgiving from The Vault, Coins and Estate Jewelry. The Vault is a leading buyer and seller of golden jewelry and silver coins, and they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. 10 Caroline Street, Saratoga. TheVaultSaratoga.com. That's TheVaultSaratoga.com. Are you a qualified HVAC technician? Are you looking to start or advance your career with a local HVAC services industry leader? If so, John Ray & Sons is hiring now and want to hear from you. With a competitive salary, health and retirement benefits, and overtime opportunities during the busy season, John Ray also offers a sign-on bonus for experienced technicians. Take your HVAC technician career to the next level and join the John Ray family today. For more information, call 833-4-GET-HIRED. That's 833-4-GET-HIRED. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road. It's Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after Top 4 at 4 every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
Upstate. Where is the store? They got your guns and so much more. Upstate. Can you dig it? Who's got your Glocks? And Remington's always in stock. Upstate. Damn right. Best prices in town. And a staff that likes when you come around. Upstate. They won't let you down. They say the store is the best in town. Shut your mouth. But we're talking about Upstate, baby. Then we can dig it. Tired of getting shafted at the big box stores? Then come to Upstate Guns and Ammo because we're not dicks. For the latest in personal protection, from handguns and rifles to self-defense sprays and stun guns, the knowledgeable and friendly experts at Upstate are here to help you find what you need. A huge selection in-store and online at UpstateGunsAndAmmo.com. Plus, in-store sales happening daily. Why shop anywhere else? Upstate Guns and Ammo in Niskayuna, your local source for all your self-defense needs. Give us a call at 370-GUNS. That's 370-G-U-N-S. When you switch to Boost Mobile, you can get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G and a pretty powerful way to get after it. Like me, Tusi, a man who fell in love with music and fell on hard times. From writing songs in my room to sitting on top of the charts. All because I made poetry out of pain and always knew I'd be on the stage singing a favorite song. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone on America's largest 5G networks. Boost Mobile. Get after it. New customers only. Taxes extra. One device per line. 5G not available everywhere. Other restrictions apply. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. This isn't Tusi, unfortunately, LeVac. Our what? proud sponsor here on LeVac what and Gaz. What the hell is Tusi? What is, what is it? What is it, Tusi? Tusi's from Syracuse, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Apparently nothing good comes from Syracuse. Um, uh, we have a... Um, Breaking news. Whoa. Nolly Tusi? In the NFL. No, no. Tu- Stanley Tucci has nothing to do with, with, with this. Um, Monday night, Super Bowl rematch. You got the Eagles, you got the Chiefs, right? You got the Kelsey brothers. And Entertainment Tonight is saying this will be the first time that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's parents will meet. Whoa! The da, parents da, are meeting. Da, da, da. This is royalty now. It's Entertainment Tonight's theme. There you go. No, but it was close. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey's parents are expected to meet for the first time at Monday's Kansas City game. <laughs> I hope they hug. I hope they fight. I hope they kiss. <laughs> I, hope, I, hope, uh, I hope they fight. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Taylor Swift's dad just Draymond Green's the hell out of Mr. Kelsey. <laughs> Um, Sleeper hole like Gobert. Yeah, you just, think you're a tough big guy? I'll tell you something. We've been famous longer than you. Ah! Uh, you know how you think you got a tough. Your son is only dating the biggest pop star in the world. Music. Heard your boys host a podcast. <laughs> uh, can you add, like how great is the world that these two have found each other? I mean, just that we oh. we had to stop everything and talk about their love. I mean, that's what matters. Love conquers all, LeVac, as I always tell you. you have you ever said that before? Lillian David finds you. <laughs> Taylor, go to ladies' night. You're not that far. Could you imagine if Travis Kelsey went? I'd be. Melissa would be so proud of me. If, <sighs> if the Swift ring was bought at Lillian David Fine Jewelers, and then people could say, I bought my engagement ring the same place Travis Kelsey bought Taylor Swift's ring. That could happen, LeVac. I mean... He would he would he'd be well taken care of, but they're not going to get married. They're going to break up. There'll be songs about him in no time. He, she's already putting him into the songs now. It's very cynical of you to not uh, believe in welcome. love. Uh, it's, not, it's not that I don't believe in it. I mean, I believe in a lot of things I've never seen. 
I know that there are baby chipmunks. I've never seen one. Uh, I know that love exists. I've never seen it. I don't know. It could be anywhere. Um, speaking of things that no longer exist, uh, Cleveland no longer has a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback as Deshaun Watson done for the year. I, I mean, what a what what a mess this has been since Watson got to got to Cleveland. So you knew he was going to be suspended for all the hijinks and, and nonsense in Houston. You still give him this monster guaranteed contract. And not only do you give him the monster fully guaranteed contract, you manipulate the contract. Would I say massage it in such a way that while he's out for a year because of massages, he only loses like a million dollars. So like you've done all these things to take care of him. He then comes back finally and your head coach says he's healthy, but he's not playing. He plays. He finally like shows you a glimpse of what you paid for running over defenders. Oh, by the way, that play probably is what went ahead and messed up his shoulder to where it's bone on bone now, and he needs to have surgery that will end his season. What a terrible contract. What is a ter- terrible lock, is it? is it? Or do I just say, that's Cleveland. I got to go way back on Watson here. I'm going back to high school with Watson real quick for this take because when Watson was coming out of high school, he's one of the top two quarterback recruits in the country. So he's like a can't-miss prospect, five-star, blue chipper, all that stuff. Remember, Watson was played as a true freshman behind Taj Boyd, the Sammy Watkins team, and Watson was so good he got on the field. But what Clemson football was before Deshaun Watson was pulling a Clemson, choking in the big games, can't get it done. So he, Deshaun Watson, never, was like stressed out, like tight. Never won the Heisman Trophy, was an All-American, but he led Clemson to a national championship. He might have a statue one day on campus of how great he was for the, <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore is right. No. Not anymore. And I have to share this story, and I hope I don't embarrass this person, but I have to share the story Uh-oh. about Deshaun Watson. So I met Deshaun Watson. I had a one-on-one comp, not in a media setting, but a human being to human being, no microphones in front of Deshaun Waiting Watson. room at a massage parlor? No. Oh. His room was two rooms down from mine at the Heisman Trophy. So Ooh. he came down at the Marriott Marquis. traffic? Uh, the hall traffic through there? Uh, so Watson <laughs> got a picture with my dad. Syracuse had just played Clemson. We were talking. I said, hey, do you grab, you grab a picture of my dad? That's how my dad gets the pictures. It works out. It's fun at the Heisman event. But we were talking to Sean Watson. His mom came out, his dad, his family, I should say. Everybody was there. And then he was hanging out with Jabril Peppers, your former Michigan player. And oh. I walked away from that interaction thinking, wow, I'm a Deshaun Watson fan. And I yeah. think a lot of people were Deshaun Watson fans. Oh, yeah. And that's remember about his impact on the field. They, Deshaun Watson's Houston Texans, had a double-digit lead against the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. He almost led the Houston Texans to the Super Bowl. And because of everything with the massage parlor, everybody views him differently, and rightfully so, for what he did. But, man, I don't think he's ever going to be the quarterback he ever was. Because of the suspension, then the second suspension, now the injury. Like, you got to get out of this contract. Levesque, I don't think he's the top 15 quarterback anymore. And they're paying him $200 million. He's not even the top half of quarterbacks now heading into 2024 for me. Really? Yeah. Well, not now. I mean. No. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not paying him. If I'm paying him $200-plus million guaranteed, you would think he's got to be a top six quarterback. And I'm maybe top three is probably what most people would say. Not even in the top 15. He's- I could rip through 14 quarterbacks this season I'd rather have. I'm just, look, I'm just looking like, so I've got I've to find 14 to 16 quarterbacks that he's better than 
Is that no, what you're no, saying? Yes. I guess that's the way to put so it. So I got I got Mac Jones. I got Zach Wilson. I would have went the opposite way because it's easier to keep track, but we could go this way. Okay. I'm just saying who I would rather have him over. Okay. You know, um, so Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. By the way, Mac Jones not even starting, but, you know, New England. Uh, Mac Jones, uh, uh, Kenny Pickett. I'd rather have him than Kenny Pickett. Okay. Uh, so I got three. Um, what's going on the Colts? Uh, yep, I'll take him over that, whatever that is. I'll take him over. I'll take him over Will Levis right now. Okay. So I'm up to five. I, I wouldn't have done that, but I'm, I'll concede that one. Uh, I'll take him over Russell Wilson. I would not do that. I no. would. Oh, I would. Please. Both contracts suck. Um, Tommy DeVito, Sam Howell. I wouldn't take Sam Howell over Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't take him over. Oh, you're saying you wouldn't take I would take Howell for next season over Watson. No, please. He sucks. Uh, Whatever's going on in Chicago. Uh, Josh Dobbs I would take uh, now, but I still think Deshaun Watson is better. Whatever's going on in Atlanta. Whatever, uh, Bryce Young. What am I at, 10, 11? I got you 10. 10? Um... Jameis Winston, I'll take Deshaun Watson. Uh, okay, because it could be Derek Carr. Carr. Too. I would. Yeah, they're one together. Derek Carr has not been good in New Orleans. So the, let me just flip this because you're getting close. Wait, Baker okay. Mayfield, I definitely would take more Baker Mayfield. Mm, I wouldn't. I would not. Um, Baker's been better than him this season. Well, I, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty close. You're right at the edge. I would go yeah. the opposite way quickly. I'm going to go as fast as I can here. I would take these quarterbacks over Deshaun Watson. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts. That's a quick nine. Uh, <laughs> then it gets a little tougher. Right. <laughs> I said Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert. That's 11. Then we start getting to that. You know, I said top 14. Maybe you take two rookies next season. Maybe you take Caleb Williams and Drake May over Watson. So we're probably right there. It's a pretty close discussion. He but, shouldn't have one of the best contracts in all of And there we go. We find ourselves at the same spot from different directions. It doesn't make sense. He's getting paid. But it's not my million. fault you paid me. I don't know. And here's the here's the here's the weirdest thing at all. We we don't really know the 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 truth of what happened in Houston. We know that he at best he has a kink that is that is not good for the massage parlor industry. Not the 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 uh, the people out there trying to be physical therapists it's it's not good for you, um, but I, anybody like that community has to talk a little bit right. So if he scheduled thirty five different one hour sessions with thirty five different uh, masseuses, and nobody went to everyone, I was like, dude's gonna drop the towel at some point. Like it's happening. Like just be if you don't want the towel drop, don't go. Like I don't know how, the whole thing makes no the. The whole thing, it seems, it just, it, it, not to say stage, it just seems like there's a lot of people out there who went, you know, there's going to be a lawsuit at some point. Let me go do this. Let me go Let me go take this one-hour session that I shouldn't take. I want to make, I might have missed this because I just got a tweet, a text right in the second yeah. of that. 23 of 26 was dropped? I believe that was the number, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a significant number. At one number. point, it was down to four cases. And it were like four. Now, if I've got four if you just hand me four accusations of some form of sexual assault or, or menacing or whatever it is, it's like, oh, my God, four, four menacing you know, charges against them, four sexual assault. That's, oh, my God, that's horrible. What a terrible person. But it's like 30. He's got 30? Oh, no, 26 dropped. Oh, only four? That's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is. It's weird how the whole thing, you know, plays in your brain. But we've always, you know, you were the first one to say it. And I agree with you. I think. 
the reason we learned about it even was that Houston themselves were going to teach him a lesson for saying, I want to leave. Um, so there's all, there's all these details to that that don't make sense to me. Is he a good person? Probably not. Is he a weirdo that I would not allow around females? I know a hundred percent, you know, but I don't think he, I don't know if he's a bad guy. Like he may just grown up thinking that's what happens. Like every ending's happy, you know, like, and, and is, you know, needed to be shut down. It unf- yeah, I don't want, I don't want to give him a pass there. because I'm not trying to give him a pass. No, no. I'm just trying to, like, I don't think that should be all he's ever known for, even though it's hysterical to make fun of him for it. And I think that it, he is still a very skilled athlete, a very skilled quarterback. Well, we'll see when he comes back from the shoulder injury next year. But it is like, if, if I told you he's going to come back, he's going to be 100% to Sean Watson, and they're going to ship him right down to Tampa Bay, you're a little happy. Yeah, I think he Baker is fine. Deshaun Watson, I would be nervous about. It's a big upgrade though, on the field. I don't know anymore, and that's that's why I'm struggling here with this Deshaun Watson conversation because these are apples, oranges, and lemons I'm about to give. But the end result, I think we all get to the same place of they were not the same player post these things. Oh yeah, Vic, Plaxico, Watson, all different scenarios. But what the same thing is that those players missed time on the football field. Now, when Mike Vick came back for the Eagles, he was an MVP. Like, yeah. he was great, but that was a quick window. And I think some fans don't even remember Vick Falcons, Vick Eagles. That was a, a longer period of time that people realize. Like, that's a elementary school fan to a high school fan. That's a little bit more of people to realize that that transpired between that. I bring up those points because it happens. Like, the window of when Deshaun Watson could have been a $200 million quarterback could have been that season in play for the Texans. The season where Deshaun Watson could have been a $200 million quarterback could have been last season. Hell, if Deshaun Watson was healthy, the $200 million quarterback season could have been 2023. So you just missed three seasons in the prime of his career where if you want to pay him $200 million, coming off almost a win over the Chiefs in the playoffs where he had a double-digit lead, those were the seasons. They're gone now. You're stuck with the contract. This happens in professional sports. Guys make mistakes. Guys make horrible, life-changing mistakes off the field that change their professional career forever. I put him in that same category of incredible talent. Prime of his career was taken away, and we may never find out how good he was. The huge difference between Mike Vick and Plaxico and now Watson is Watson's got a little bit more time left because of this contract. He's not going anywhere. It's like Cleveland is stuck with Deshaun Watson for a long time, and he's probably better than other contracts in sports but a shoulder injury to your throwing shoulder, boy, I don't think we're ever going to find out what Watson really could have been. All right. I, and I would argue that if you it, remove what the off-field distraction quote was, nobody handled it better than Vic on the return. Yeah. Like, it actually, like, he, he, reprehensible, deplorable, like, just disgusting off the field. When he came back, I think he was more coachable. And for that reason, he was able that his his Eagles time, he was a different quarterback. He was actually a full quarterback, not just a running machine who could throw the ball. But again, I just it's hard to when you start when you start writing the full story of these guys and not just not just being laser focused on the thing that brings you joy, which is what sports are supposed to be, let's be honest. Like I, I make it very clear whenever I can. Just because someone can run faster, jump higher, lift more weights than you should not make them a role model. 
But if they're going to get paid millions of dollars to entertain me, you know, something tells me Tom Cruise and I wouldn't get along in real life, but I love his movies. You know, like, it's different, I know, but, you know, I'm, what we say, Robert Spillane? I feel like Robert Spillane of the Raiders, probably a very different dude than I am. We, we probably hang out a little while, have a great time. Love watching play football, though. Like, I don't, the rest of it, you got you to gotta kind of separate your brain for your own sanity of, like, you know, when I'm going to be entertained versus when I'm not going to be entertained and what, what I'm willing to do. Like, Who do you want to root for? Who do you want to say, like, yeah. hey, I'm proud that I root for this person rather than. Like, if okay. I was an Eagles fan when Mike Vick showed up, I'm not rooting for Mike Vick, but I'm still going to root for my Eagles. Like, it's, it's a weird line you have to draw. It's, well, you know, with the, way different, but same thing. The kneeling. I had a lot of friends who were like, if they're kneeling for the anthem, if athletes are kneeling for the anthem, I'm not watching football. And I went, I'm not a fan of kneeling. I don't, I don't like it personally. However, I'm not letting that take away football. It's my, football's like the one thing in my life that I can just stop, watch, and enjoy and go, okay, little recharge. Let's get back into the fray of, of day-to-day life. So I'm not going to let those things take it away from me. I won't spend money on certain things because of it. And that's how you really get your, your point across in, in the modern day. Um, all right. We, we do have another guy we have to cover coming up. Um, I guess it's kind of a we're, we're kind of similar conversation, very different reason. Would you rather have this guy than the guy you already have uh, is going to be coming up shortly. But first, would you finally go get your car taken care of appropriately? Uh, it's on the list of things to do. I have to text John in two weeks from – Coming up, the 28th, we're going to be back in Mohawk Honda. Will I have my oil changed before the 28th, before I drive back to Central New York for the Thanksgiving holidays? Will I tell my wife, you have to drive back now because I haven't gotten my oil changed? Those questions will be answered in more. Thanks to our friends at Mohawk Honda. If you're looking for a new vehicle this holiday season, the place to go is Mohawk Honda. The 2024s are in stock. What better way to celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever holidays you celebrate, than to get yourself a new ride. Maybe for her, maybe for you, maybe for the young driver who's learning safe, secure, and can fit your budget. Shout out to everybody over there, from Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrington to John in service to Cam McKenna, who I worked with. We bumped into our guy Ben the other day, always crushing it on social media, awesome. Nick and Nate, everybody over at Mohawk Honda. Trust me, Jonathan in the office, him and I talk about this all the time, that when you go to Mohawk Honda the first time you get your first vehicle, you're going to be ready to come back for the second and the third, five years down the line, three years, ten years, whatever it is, you build that relationship with Mohawk Honda. And you can tell your friends and your family, these are people you can trust during the car buying experience, and you're going to keep coming back for more vehicles in the future. Best compliment I can give them. So happy I get to work with them, and look at them in the future, too. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of the way to please you. I know this is going to shock you, but actually, on top of everything else we talked about, I'm owed a victory lap. I'm going to take it next, right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store reminds you to buy American and support your locally owned small stores. They offer outstanding customer service that only a small business can provide. Kugler's Red Barn Furniture and Gift Store. American-made fine country furniture and gifts. Kugler's Red Barn is family-owned and carries a full selection of bedroom, dining room, kitchen, living room, and family room furniture. 425 Consol Road, Colony. 518-370-2468. Kluglersredbarn.com. Stop in for their sales tax. Tax rebate sale. 
So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 838-900-3360. That's 838-900-3360. 838-900-3360. Hello, it's LeVac and Gaz, and one of my absolute favorite ways to beat Gaz is back. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to our good friends at Hooters. I'm giving you three fantasy football plays that are going to beat their projections. LeVac's giving you the three wagers you need for the NFL weekend. It's thanks to our friends under the orange roof on Wolf Road at Hooters, the best place to watch NFL action all football season long. 70 Wolf Road Hooters is kind of like the mixture of fantasy and reality. Reality, great food, fantasy. Hello, Hooters girls. Fantasy versus reality after top four and four every Friday right here on LeVac and Goss. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. These days, high prices are forcing Americans to make hard decisions. Do I buy the toothpaste or the toilet paper? We have a better way. Inflation compensation. A $1,000 price bust in prize. Be listening for your shot to win a grand. U.S.X. Pest Control. Yeah. So here's the deal. You got yourself a rodent issue. You got yourself bugs, ticks in the yard. You were dealing with mosquitoes all summer. Whatever it is. Maybe you don't even know for sure. You think your house is haunted because you hear noises in the walls and stuff. Before you, uh, you, know, you call some, some local exorcist, why don't you go to usxpest.com, have Tim come in and go, oh, you heard a sound over here? Well, okay, well, I can see there's mouse traffic. There's this, there's that. And there's nothing to be ashamed. There's nothing to be ashamed of. They, they find their way in. That's what they do. Unless you have the non-chemical exclusion package from USX Pest Control. They used to call it cat guarding. If LeVac and I had a quarter for every time someone comes up to us and says, guys, I was thinking about calling an exorcist, but luckily you, LeVac and Goss, have stopped me from doing that, and we called USX Pest Control. We'd have a lot of quarters. US, How many? How many do you think? Just rough number. I'm not doing math on that right now. I want to give credit to USX Pest Control. They are going to help you at your homes. We know from experience, for real, from the basement to the attic, whatever it is, maybe you're not keeping your eyes on it enough. They give you a game plan. LeVac and I have not had any problems this summer and the fall. We head into the winter. We know we've got USX Pest Control on our side. Call them today to connect, and your home is going to be safe. Absolutely. And the best part about when Tim comes through for that free inspection, he explains it all to you in ways you can understand. Like, I literally had um, my daughter's boyfriend go to me, hey, the, the box on the side of the house for the mice, what, is, what does that do? And I'm like, well, this is what I was told, and this is what I've noticed. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. That's neat. I'm like, why'd you ask? I, had, I just saw it. 
I was like, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> finally noticed it after uh, it's been there since May. All right. All right, good for you. I'm glad your powers of observation are strong. Uh, USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 9.80 AM Fox Sports Radio. You know what? I don't think we take enough time to focus on when I'm right. Oh. I don't think it's no. I don't, like, I, we just, it just kind of goes by a lot. What was my dark horse NFL prediction before the season started? Do you the, remember? The Cleveland Browns would make the postseason. No, you changed that. Your dark horse prediction. It wasn't about an actual playoff team. It was, it was a personnel prediction. A personnel prediction. Yeah. Oh, man. I've been so good about these two and remembering them. Can you give me a conference quick? Uh, the AFC. West. Something involving Brandon Staley and getting fired? No, that's I, I, that's not a dark horse. That's just a that's just oh, okay. prediction. I predicted that Aiden O'Connell would take the starting position. Oh from, my god, dude, that was your number one pick all preseason from, from Jimmy. Yes, G. he did. I'm sorry. I was I've heard it so often. <laughs> it didn't feel like a. Right? You're the only one who had it, but you'd been on this since late July, basically. I was just sitting there reading about because uh, of um, was it DTR? Is that the the quarterback for the for the Browns yes. now? I was reading about all the rookie quarterbacks that are playing in the league. I'm like, hold up. That came through. I got that one. Too bad I couldn't <laughs> bet it, man. I, mean, I need to go to Rivers and be like, listen, I, listen, I, I can prove audio. Can I at least get a free drink or whatever before God has to buy them? Um, but that I just wanted I, – I, I feel like I was upset with myself this morning as I'm going through that. I'm like, why didn't – why didn't I break my arm, pat myself in the back real quick for that one? That sounds like something I would do. A third-string quarterback who is basically washed away that no one thought would give it a chance because he's the fifth, sixth-year senior at Purdue. And here we are in before A walk-on at Purdue. Yeah. A walk-on. An eighth-stringer at Purdue at one point, allegedly, as the story yeah, goes. When he's playing, I, I could see him taking Jimmy G's job, but not because of injury. Here we are. Um, all right. Belichick. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. We've talked about it periodically. It would appear as though he is not only going to be out of New England by the end of the season, but they are, there's, there's, there's chatter behind the scenes that he already has a destination, like it's set. So Dan Orlovsky was on PMS, and he said flat out, like, I've heard that, yes, he's going to be out, they're going to mutually part ways, uh, it's already determined where he's going. And then, oh, I shouldn't say anything. I should stop now. So the fact that it's already determined, do you think Do you think it's the Chargers? Do you think it's the Commanders? Do you think that somewhere behind the scenes, because of the history of what we've seen with the New York football giants and how much John Mara loves Bill Belichick, is there a chance it's already determined that Belichick is going to be coming back to the Giants? Is there a chance? Yes. Okay. Uh, I feel more confident in that happening than before that he might go to the Giants. But if you said, guys, you got to pick your favorite right now, if he's not going to be coaching New England next season, which I would still has as the favorite. I know reports are telling me different, but I would still, until I see it happen, I would say New England's the number one contender to have Belichick. Number two would be this team for me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? The Bucs would be my second team. And here's why. I've heard reports that the Buccaneers are the secret team. And the reason why they're the secret team is because it worked before. They went out and got Tom Brady, and Tom Brady led them to a Super Bowl. And they want to say, okay, it worked with Brady. Why can't it work with Belichick? Belichick makes sense. He runs the G- The GM for the Bucks is awesome. 
Now, that's the biggest pushback. I think Jason Light's a fantastic GM. Now, maybe it's a lot easier when you can sign Tom Brady and he'll look a lot smarter. I, I believe his name is really clear. That's right. It's not spelled like that. Yeah. That's right. It's a couple of H's in there. <laughs> I'm hearing that the Buccaneers could be the team. That's because you follow the Buccaneers. Like, I think if I dug deep enough into, like, Raiders news, they'd be like, yeah, Belichick's going to be the Raiders coach. I told you that. I yeah. told you that last week, and you started screaming at me, you well, fool. Well, he can't do it because, like, the Raiders make no – because I did think about these things as I was going through my day. Um, the Raiders make no sense. The Patriots' way doesn't work, so why would you Why would you bring in a coach who's just more Patriots' way? The reason I, I thought Tampa Bay would make a lot of sense to Belichick himself is, look, I won right where Tom won. That doesn't change anything. However, I think we know he's got to have a quarterback or a path to a quarterback, right? We've decided that at this point. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is not that guy. So I, I think if, if I was going to rank where I think he ends up, I, I would say Washington is probably number one. Because I think, I think one of the things that you're seeing in Washington right now is they are building that draft war chest so that he can go pick who he wants. I'd be amazed and shocked if Ron Rivera was still your head coach after this year in Washington. But Washington historically, and I know Dan Snyder's not there anymore, but there's still there's a there's certain things that you don't outgrow just because the guy in the front office changed. And being known as the team that will spend every penny necessary to win, I don't think goes away for the Washington Commanders. So I think Washington would be my number one. I think the Giants would be my number two. And then the Chargers, my number three. That's probably Belichick's sticking point, right? Was what you said there about letting him pick the quarterback. Don't laugh at this suggestion. Should he be allowed to? Hear me out quick. Here's the quarterbacks he's picked post-Brady. Yeah. Uh, Malik Cunningham, who's sort of a wide receiver. Bailey Zappi. Brian Hoyer. Jimmy Garoppolo. Mac Jones. There's a lot of whiffs. Oh, we should also add this very important point about Tom Brady. Belichick seems like a genius for picking Brady. Let's all remember... In the sixth round, Belichick passed on Brady five times. The answer is probably yes, but we, we act like Belichick's his QB guru whisperer. He's missed on a lot more than he's hit on. Yeah, well, and, and I think it's, I, I do think it's important to remember too that like <laughs> you got him the sixth round. Like it wasn't like you were drafting a backup. You weren't drafting. You were not at that moment drafting who you thought was going to be your quarterback of the future. You were bringing in a camp body. You were bringing in somebody who could, you know, get you where you needed to be. And if I'm not mistaken, no, it would have been him, right? It would have been, it would have been Belichick, not Bobby Greer, who was the. I don't remember who the GM was that year. As Belichick, Belichick started being the GM in 2000, so Bobby Greer would have been the GM that actually drafted him, right? That might be correct. That's always tough because of falls and seasons. And where. Right. And we've learned from the past that a lot of times the person who runs the draft gets fired the next week. They basically steal their scouting report and then fire him. So he may have not had the title, but he might have had the notes. Right, right. It's tough to figure out 20-plus years later. But, yeah, right. But, yeah, when you, when you can lock out and get your starting quarterback in the sixth round and he turns out to be the greatest quarterback of all time, I, I don't care who your GM is, you know, like – yeah, it would be the 2000 draft, so it still would have been Belichick with Greer's notes. Um, that does change everything, but it's not there's 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 not another Brady out there. Like I, Brock Purdy's as close as you're going to get right now with Mister Irrelevant. He's playing his butt off. Aiden O'Connell, we mentioned him. You know, later in the draft, 
a lot of guys aren't first rounders right now who are contributing at the, the role of quarterback, but there's got to be a guy. Like, if he goes to LA, I just, the only reason I don't think the Chargers are higher on the list, even though I think Justin Herbert might be perfect for him, is the fact that it's LA. I just can't imagine Belichick in LA feels like the equivalent of, 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 of Dookie in a punch bowl. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't belong in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't make sense to me. Herbert and him does make the most sense. He doesn't have to go get the QB. QB's already set for him. They might pay him a bunch of money. I don't even know how much money matters to Belichick at this point. I'm sure money should matter to everybody. But Belichick feels like the only thing he has left to accomplish is legacy stuff of, let me prove it. Maybe he's yeah. willing to move on to to prove to somebody that he can do it. Because I don't know yeah. what else he's chasing at this point besides Shula's record. If the Raiders hadn't done McDaniels, if Gruden had failed later, I would say the Raiders would be, because he loves the facility and all that stuff. Um, maybe maybe he could fit in L.A. with the right boost. Maybe if he had some C4 energy in him. I would love Coach Bill Belichick with some C4 in him. Uh, Levesque, I tried a flavor. I thought I I'm had. on to Midnight Cherry. I thought I had all the C4 flavors. I had a new flavor today I had not had yet. What'd you have? Strawberry watermelon ice. Really? Strawberry watermelon ice. I had never had it before. I was so excited to have it. I'm like. You know what? I've said I loved every C4 flavor. I haven't had this. Maybe this is going to disappoint me. Not the case. Yeah. Fantastic as all the C4s are. Give me the boost that I needed. The boy, uh, Baby West now has teeth growing in. He's decided he's going to let us all know between 1 and 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so thank you to C4 for giving me that boost I definitely need during these nights. Absolutely. It makes, makes a big difference. And, you know, with the um, the ultimate energy is my favorite. The When you get in that, that extra caffeine, that boost I need to get moving in the morning, Keep going. When I don't feel like having a coffee, it's perfect. Love the smart energy as well. That's why I go to Speedway and grab them. Uh, let's do top four and four. Coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio, uh, 95.9 and 980. Generation Axe Throwing salutes the capital regions, small businesses, and the hardworking employees who make it all possible. The economic impact of these locally owned companies is dramatic. Support your small businesses. Generation Axe Throwing, a haven of happiness. Throwing axes at targets. Who knew it could be so much fun? Continuously vote. It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Woo! Four! I almost didn't see it. I lost it in the, in the air there. I didn't know where it was going. Uh, it's time for the top four at four, brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of the. <clears throat> pardon me. <laughs> oh, I'll pour some C4 on that. Mm. All right. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Might be, might be burning myself out a little bit, guys. Uh, what's the fourth biggest story? I hope somebody for the first time ever just listened to our show. That <laughs> 90 seconds, 60 seconds. Of me first, dying on the air? All, it's Levac and Goss, by the way. Fox Force <laughs> 95 a Promo to be used. Uh, Northwestern football. Remember that was the big deal a couple months ago about the hazing scandal out in Chicago and everything else? Pat Fitzgerald no longer there. 25 plus years commitment to that college. Well, Northwestern is set to remove that interim tag from their Ooh. football coach, David Braun. Braun was hired way back in January as the D.C. Then all those things happened. But he's led Northwestern to five wins. More than the team's combined win total from the past two seasons. Mm. With Pat Fitzgerald on the sideline. Likely more news and all those things to come. July 14th is when he took over. Back, I know you follow the Big Ten. You're a Michigan fan. But we can focus on the football at Northwestern. But this seems more like the scandal itself. And how a football program goes on past that. Northwestern could have been toast. Done. That's not a football school, but the fact that acting ba- school. Right? The fact that they bounced back here and they still believe that football can be successful post Pat Fitzgerald, 
I think is a testament to what these players have done and one of the most unique things we've seen in college in a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing like having the threat of something you love being taken away from you, even if, you know, obviously, like you said, it's, a, it's an academic school, it's an acting school, it's not really known as a football school, but they've had some very, very good football teams. Like, necessity is a mother of invention, so um, being desperate has got to, like, be her aunt or cousin or something because if you didn't get it right, you might have lost Northwestern football or at least dropped down or whatever. Something could have happened or just become an absolute laughing stock for a long time. It is interesting that five wins is enough to, you know, be like, oh, yay. But definitely more fun when Northwestern is is decent because the Big Ten is already too many crappy teams. You don't need Northwestern to join their ranks every year. Maybe that a nice shot to the Big Ten. I think I saw you sneak that Well, there's there. a lot of, I mean, like, think about it. it. That whole division in particular, yeah. Right, there's like what? There's there's four teams, or three right now, that'll, because, you know, Michigan, those losers from Ohio State, um, some Penn State, and then either Michigan State or Iowa or whatever, or Wisconsin is usually pretty good. Yeah, in that side of the division, I'm talking Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State's all on that one side of the division, and then it's Iowa, and then a mix of like, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northwestern, Illinois. Like, they're all 5-5, five and five, right. which is like a remarkable feat to pull off with those type of teams in that spot. Here's the thing about Northwestern, and some would say this is a bad comparison or apples and oranges, but just think about this for a second. Think about the coverage that the Northwestern football program scandal got, and think about the coverage the Michigan sign-stealing scandal has got. The easy answer should be hazing should be more impactful and likely fire a coach than sign-stealing. But again, let me just present that, and we in the media, I'll say, not just Levac and I, I'm talking like national media and more. Who? I'm positive that the Michigan stuff has been talked about far more than Northwestern. Oh. Way more. Oh, yeah. I mean, not even not even close, but it's like... It shouldn't I, be, right? It, well, probably during that time, everybody was really worried about the SAG actor strike and writer strike on, at Northwestern, comparatively speaking. But, but no, yeah, it, you would, by what... By what the importance of, of the crime is, 100%. By what is important in that school, you get it. You understand. Somewhere my dad's thrilled saying, finally you two address the SAG actor strike. I've been on well, strike. Well, we couldn't, we couldn't talk about it because we couldn't talk about him. That's right. We couldn't talk about all his upcoming projects. He's going through the offers, as he said. He's a little upset he was not asked for a recent movie. Which one? Can't talk about that. He's a little too upset about we it. We can now. They're off. The strike's over. He's hoping they call him tomorrow. Oh, okay. Call him, you cowards. That's right. Six o'clock tonight, we're going to find out who the American League Cy Young Award winner is. LeVac, it's possible. Garrett Cole could be the winner. The National League, it's likely going to be Blake Snell. Could it be Sonny Gray? Could it be Garrett Cole? LeVac, what could the impact be tonight if we see Garrett Cole named the American League Cy Young Award winner for your New York Yankees? If he's named, that means they got it right. More importantly, if he's not named, it just proves that the uh, MLB voters hate the Yankees. The bias is real. They're, they're really, I mean, really no one pitched as well as he did this year, especially not in the American League. So if he is not the Cy Young, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. Like, I can't even make a real argument. Like, oh, well, I can see, well, if so-and-so got it, it's because of this. No, no. It's Garrett Cole's award. Give it to him. Even me presenting this as a question of Garrett Cole being the Cy Young Award winner feels like a stretch. I'll admit it. But of all the awards out there, I guess this is the closest I can even have a debate for. Gunnar Henderson, Corbin Carroll, pretty good picks there. The Marlins and the Orioles managers, 
winning the manager of the year, I got no no qualms with that either. Uh, for the MVP, Otani's going to win it. I have no issues with that. Ugh. Who Would you rather have Seager or Simeon? I, mean, I feel like the Ranger players are going to split the votes the same way on the uh, yeah. National League side. No, like, he should Freeman have it. This, this year he should have it. Yeah, Freeman and Betts on the Dodgers, and Cunha is going to run away with it because he's going to split the votes Dodger to Dodger. Matt Olson, man, I did not finish in the top three. feel bad mm. for that guy, but I, I don't even know if there's any other excitement. Maybe this just happens sometimes in sports where the awards are pretty much a wrap, and even me asking about Garrett Cole was too much of a sell. Well, again, it, because of how many times we've sat here and gone, it's it's got to be Aaron Boone this year for the manager of the year. It's got to be Derek Jeter this year for the MVP. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. And then somehow we don't. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't compute what is actually decided. You kind of got to ask the question because, you know, they need to know we're going to riot if it's not Cole. We're going to lose our minds. It's going to get. It's going to get out of control. It's going to get crazy. Yankee fans can say there's been a lot of past awards. Aaron Boone, you and I have said a lot about manager of the year that he did not get, especially in those late 2010 seasons. Uh, rookie of the years, but some did happen, MVPs and more. We'll find out, Yankee fans, if the media is biased to New York tonight. Story number two, it's an injury in the NFL. A quarterback is done for the season. That's Deshaun Watson. Watson and the Cleveland Browns announced that he will undergo season-ending surgery to repair a fracture in his throwing shoulder. Watson done for the season. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to start Sunday Against the Steelers, LeVac Cleveland is fighting for a playoff berth. The Cleveland Browns, some preseason love, and Cleveland has stuck with it. They had a heartbreaking loss to Houston last week. Do you see the Cleveland Browns, after hearing a lot of information today, potentially still being a team in the postseason in 2023? Their defense is so good. If you told me that they, they rode that defense straight into the postseason, I would buy it. I really would. But I don't. The one of the key reasons they came back against Baltimore was Deshaun Watson finally played a little bit like Deshaun Watson. Um, maybe if they hadn't gotten rid of Josh Dobbs before the season started, who knows? Maybe. Can you imagine looking back a year and going, "Man, we should have kept that Josh Dobbs guy." That's a whole different, like, a whole different level of uh, of regret and look back right there. But um, no, I, I think they they could very well still punch their ticket to the postseason. But I don't think they get out of the first round now. I can't believe in Cleveland. I can't do it. The AFC Cleveland. There's so many other teams that don't have this happening that I should pick before them. That Pittsburgh Cleveland game. I loved that game yesterday. I did. I was thinking go finally after the well, show yesterday. I'm going through the line, so I saw it sitting at three and a half, and I'm like, Cleveland a three and a half point favorite at home, and Watson might be playing injured. I could take Pittsburgh and just get the hook in that game and see what happens. Now I don't know what to do with that game. When a significant injury happens, a game like that scares me because of how, if at all, how much movement happens. So that yeah. game's gone. Cleveland Open is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. It's now, they're now a one-and-a-half-point home dog. Oh, boy. Pass. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the movement it should have been. And, and probably should have jumped on earlier today when they were still a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Come on! <laughs> Steve, where were you? This is the third day in a row I give Steve Tiger a shout-out on Twitter. Where were you? All you want to do is yell at me about your Steelers, you and Scotty and Dubs. And all you other Steelers. Where were you when I needed you to invest? I have children, and I could have gotten on that line. You could have helped pay for his bar tab. I owe closer drinks now. Unbelievable. You're Anyways, the worst beverage better ever. I was going to bet on Pittsburgh. Actually, if I'm ever sick, I don't need a fundraiser. I don't need anything. I just need guys to bet somebody beers that I'm going to die. That's all I need. I need guys to be like, I don't think he's going to make it. I got a 12-pack that says so. And then I'll be fine. Uh, I think Cleveland's done. 
I'll cross them right off. Dorian Thompson. You know, Austin, do they at least no. get into the postseason? Nope, they're done. Too many good teams in that division. Yeah. Too many teams they can lose to. Your boy jumped on Pittsburgh earlier today. Unbelievable! So. How, where were you? I was betting Pittsburgh. <laughs> the Raiders are better now. Woo! The Broncos are better now. And speaking about that, you know, Russell Wilson, to his credit, about a month ago, and I'm sure I was one of them, who called it the worst trade in the NFL's history with all the picks the Seahawks got for Russell Wilson. Don't feel as confident about that take now of how well it's he's been playing. It's still a terrible trade. Not the worst ever, but still bad. I, yeah, it, not the worst ever. It's not the Herschel Walker trade. No. But it's still like, like people are talking about like Russell Wilson is back and cooking. He looked like hot trash in that game, but he looked like like less of it. He's still garbage, dude. Deshaun Watson's contract will now be talked about as the worst contract it's not in good. sports. It's not good. There's bad ones like uh, Albert Hainsworth's always the one that jumps out to me. Jacoby Ellsbury's one that jumps out. There are really bad contracts. I'm sure it won't be viewed as the worst contract ever because he's actually on the field and playing. Now he's hurt. But there are some bad ones. But that's going to be sitting around <laughs> him for a while of how bad the Watson deal was. How about every free agent who showed out in the Super Bowl while Al Davis was alive. They got like a monster paycheck the right. next from the Raiders right away afterwards. And like, especially in the NFL too, like I think about baseball bad trades, Stanton, Machado, Ozuna. There were some awful trades. Mookie Betts. Baseball, I get it. We're talking the NFL, but baseball should get the knock on how bad some of those trades are. LeBron trades. Like there's some bad ones in other sports too, that they never get the return of investment. It's true. It's damn true. Story number one is less about, the game itself, and more about another question. We're just talking about worst and best here in the top four at four. The New York Knicks take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Tip-off is set for 7.30. That game is at the State Farm Arena. LeVac, you and I have both been to the State Farm Arena Did before. you think they took down the statue of Kevin Herter outside? That was not Kevin Herter. Are you sure? That was Dominique Wilkins. They do look alike. You've been telling me that for years, and I still don't see the resemblance. But taking the court tonight is Trey Young. LeVac, right now, it's November 2023. The game, again, let me say this again, is in Atlanta. It's not in New York. It's been a while since that whole Trey Young, Madison Square Garden thing happened. Is he the most despised athlete in New York sports playing for an opposing team? Let me put that in parentheses because mm. some New York sports fans may not like some players on New York teams. But is Trey Young still the most hated athlete amongst New York sports fans in November 2023? He's got the worst hair. Um... <laughs> He's up. I mean, he's got to be up. He's definitely most hated in the NBA at this point. That is until Draymond Green chokes somebody on the Knicks. Um, Mahomes and Burrow? like because You can't hate them, though. But they beat the New York teams in the playoffs. Maybe this is more about the New York teams not having more success in the postseason that those two are the first two that jumped to me. Like, Kelsey? No, because it's got to be somebody. It's got to not only be somebody who performed, it's somebody who performed and told you they were going to do it. Because he was... It's it's not just that Trey Young played maybe his best basketball as a professional against the Knicks. It's that he was a jerk about it. Like and, and look, man, he he had a, he he like channeled Reggie Miller out there. The Mahomes and Burrow are nice guys. You know they're never going to like throw up a choke symbol or any of that stuff. It's just not who they are. You've got to go get like a you got to get somebody who talks some trash like. Like, uh, like a Micah Parsons or somebody would probably be high on the list. Tom Brady seems like a nice guy. I don't think Buffalo fans like him. I'd say Buffalo fans hate Tom Brady. He's not. He's charismatic now. He wasn't then. What about Big Poppy? He seems like a nice guy. Do you hate nah, Big he seems Poppy? Like a terrible human being. He seems like a cheater. You know what? I'm going yes. 
Because I can't figure out a better example. I thought either. you were talking about active. Right now. like no, not, not like Reggie Miller, not Red Sox. So active athlete. Active athlete. I should have phrased that. Active athlete right now. Like of New York. And you can let us know, by the way, on Facebook, FoxSports980.com, online, on the iHeart app. Maybe we're missing somebody right now. I would love to have, have the to discussion. Be. We have to be. Because, again, he can't have that kind of power over this area. He can't. We have to be thinking. There's, there's somebody we're just not, we're just not thinking of. Tom Brady still? No, because, again, he's just... It, not active. All, Sorry, that's and, and all Brady did was come in and kick your ass. Like that was that's all he did. Like, like Trey Young came and kicked your ass and told you about it while it was happening. You know, like there's a that's 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 how you get hate. Hate, 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 hate. Somebody from the Braves and Phillies, like Bryce Harper, mate. No, that doesn't feel right. It's probably a Red Sox. Yeah. Uh, you that know, what? it might be Cora. It might be the manager of the Red Sox. He runs his mouth a lot. Yeah, you know what? But they suck, so it's not that bad. It's Trey Young. Talking this out loud with you, uh, and you can I hate that he has that. I gotta. I'm gonna keep thinking. There's gotta be somebody. There's just gotta be somebody worse. Is it? Well, you know, I bet you Tommy Pham's getting a lot of love from Mets fans right now, <laughs> saying that everybody was lazy. I mean, he wasn't wrong, but I actually I watched that Dumb Money yesterday. That oh movie. man, I wanted to see that. Where, where, it's so good. It's what so platform good. did you catch it on? Uh whatever my kid put had it on. I don't oh, okay. even. I, I walked in the room. Your question for that's a little different. I forgot you've got your own play, the Levac. Action platform. I should yeah, call it. my daughter has all of them. She rents them all. I don't. I don't rent them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Vincent D'Onofrio playing Steve Cohen in that movie is hysterical to me. It's just hysterical because he looks like him. He looks somehow big old D'Onofrio, the guy who plays Kingpin in the in the Marvel Cinematic, the the Daredevils and all that stuff, is Steve Cohen. You got to meet my uncle Pete. He looks so much like Vincent D'Onofrio. At my wedding, my priest walked up to me and said, hey, I know you work in radio, but I didn't know you knew Vincent D'Onofrio. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's, like, I he's been, right there. And I'm like, I don't, what are you talking Yeah, I would have hit under my table. Remember, I upset him the one time I <laughs> met did, him. You did. I pissed him right <laughs> off. Um, all right. There's your top four of four. That's right. We covered everything. That's it. There's nothing more to talk about. I don't even know how we would do another story if we did this an hour later. I mean, we already did everything. It was perfect the way it is. <laughs> don't listen to it if you hear it an hour I, later. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Anything... Anything that was done perfectly, I don't know, two, a little over two, almost three years ago, and it just keeps happening anyway, I would just, I would stop listening to it. Um, <laughs> one thing I It puts you to sleep, if anything. I mean, well, yeah, you don't want to do that while you're driving. That's dangerous. You know what I mean? Because I was already having problems sleeping, and then I hear that. So it's like, wow, whatever. But now, you know, obviously my sleeping's fixed. And you probably heard me talk about that back in the day and still today. Next to my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer, at the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I love Dr. Dreer, one of the nicest, just kindest people you ever meet in your life. Uh, he's a dentist who found out that he would be able to help people with sleep apnea. So got together, put together the Integrative Sleep Center, and it's amazing. You, you make the call, 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185. They ask a couple questions. You come in, you take your stuff, you do what, you're, what you have to do. They help you out with the insurance and everything else. Next thing you know, they're, they're, you're getting fitted for a custom mouthpiece that keeps your airway open, no hoses, no wires, no surgery, and you're sleeping better. I slept great last night. I actually had trouble peeling my big butt out of bed. I was so out. It was perfect. It was, a, it was one of those like needed, cool nights. Everything was perfect, and the mouthpiece had me breathing right. It was perfect. You can sleep like that again. 518-885-6185, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better, too. Coming up next... Guys, this is not a nightmare. This is real life. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Now back to LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 and 980 AM Fox Sports Radio. 
Gaz? I do. It's kind of scary. He's coming. He's coming for you. What is this? He's coming for your wallet. Ooh. He's coming for Jets fans. He's coming to take over the NFL. Ooh. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Ah! It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. You, know, ah! you, you have sat here and you have said, well, he can't come back if this. He can't come back at that. He came back and he said, I'll be there mid-December. He came back and said, my training is going perfectly. You, you said, why would the Jets let him come back? And Bob Salas said, quote, Aaron's a big boy, a grown man, and no one's going to know Aaron's body like Aaron knows his body. And if he feels, after all the doctors clear him, I'm sure there's a million of them. I have no idea, but if Aaron says he wants to play, he's going to play. I have to share something with you about Aaron Rodgers. I do. So... You may have said this on our Sunday show. My memory of when this was said, because we do talk a lot of Jets football is blurred here. But you'd mentioned to me something along the lines of, guys, it's time to talk to the sales team. Yeah. It's time to get our sales team involved. Get this sponsored. So I had the conversation today with the sales team. So I went to Big Al first. Big Al is a big Packer fan. He's followed Aaron Rodgers' career. So I told him, if if it's your first time listening to LeVac and Goss, if you've missed it, one more time for a reminder. I have decided that if Aaron Rodgers plays this season, I will put down a credit card and say, anybody who comes to Rivers Casino, the drinks are on me. Not an open bar. Not it's time for Goss to spend. If you say, hey, Goss said it's open. I'm going to put this on Goss's tab. That is it. Not some random guy who's sitting in the third row watching soccer and someone brings him a drink. No, no, no. But I asked Big Al, like, what do you think of this Aaron Rodgers stuff? He goes, Aaron Rodgers, Goss. This guy was in a cave for 48 hours. This guy knows his body. This guy does some wild stuff. Why wouldn't you think he's coming back? I, I yelled at him. I go, big out. Science, Alan. Science is on my side. And he just shook his head like you do every day to me. Like, no, guys, you're not listening. Then I go to our other guy, Mike Sousa. Mike's great. We've worked with Mike in the past. He's wonderful. So I turn to Mike. I go, Mike, what do you think about these potential- Mike just came back from Aaron Rodgers' Achilles rupture. Achilles rupture. Yeah, he, Mike just took the time off, too. He's like, yeah, that looks like it hurt. I'll take a couple months off. <laughs> Mike was so emotionally affected by Aaron Rodgers, he took time off. I mean, saw an excuse, emotionally affected. There's a lot of different ways you can go with it. It's Mike the Kyrie Irving of our sales team. To a degree, yes. Actually, very much. He thinks the earth is flat. He's a different kind of cat. He really is. So I brought it up to Mike, the same thing. And Mike just looked at me and shook my head. And he goes, yeah, guys, I'll get on that. I'll I'll work on that. No, I think he actually genuinely was very busy and wasn't wanting to be bothered by my nonsense. Because I already talked to him about two other things during the day. He's like... You again. This is a, So I think Mike doesn't actually think he's coming back and says, I have better things to worry about with a November, December on the way. While Big Al was like, you know what? Maybe it's probably going to happen. So I wonder if it's more 50-50, LeVac. I, at some point, I will put a poll up, but I feel like that's what other stations do, Giggity. of whether or not Aaron Rodgers is coming back. But every day, the clicks are here. The oh, attention yeah. is here that people are believing this nonsense that he's coming back. You're number one. So there's, there's, there's two distinct hopes for you okay for for him not returning this season can i guess one go ahead science no 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 science is not science is not welcome here science is not allowed at this dinner table sir no number one will be that they're out of contention they lose the next three four games okay they lose the next three four games if he does come back at all it would be the last game of the year just to show he could and it would mean nothing and he would just go out and play a little bit 
Um, but I doubt that. The only other hope you really had was he says, I'm ready to play, and the Jets say, no, you're not. And we just heard Bob Sala lay it down. Robert Sala said flat out, Aaron Rodgers is a big boy. He Let me translate what he really said. He said, quote, Aaron Rodgers runs this team. That's why we signed Randall Cobb in his 80s. That's why we signed Alan Lazard, who, you know, decent receiver, but we could have done other things. That's why we brought in Dalvin Cook that we did not need. We just cut Michael Carter because of him. You know, not really because of him, but because we had to keep listen, if we cut Dalvin Cook, that might be one that might upset Lord Lord Rogers. And we can't have that. So the bottom line is you are now down to one final thing. There's only one thing that protects your credit card because our sales force is not going to do any work. Uh, oh, don't you, do you're, that. They're you're great. only at what? Your only hope now is that the Jets just lose every game and are out of it. That's your only hope. Hang on a second. Uh, about the Rodgers thing. I don't know if I ever said this on air to you. I know you and I had a conversation about this, but I'm going to bring it back one more time. Do you think that played a huge factor in that? That the fact they never signed a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers' emotion about it. Like, let's, oh, 100%. Right. Okay, like, I, th- I think we did talk about this. That, hey, the reason Zach Wilson, I thought it was Joe Douglas or ownership of, hey, the reason why they're not bringing in a quarterback and Robert Sala had that weird I plead the fifth thing was because someone above him said that. Maybe that person above him was Aaron Rodgers. Like, no, no, no I'm your quarterback. Okay, so great. So let's say you bring in Carson once and he's good. What are you going to do? You take the younger Carson once or me? Oh, boy, I didn't think about that. Yeah, what happens if you bring in a younger quarterback and he's good and he's better than Zach? Why wouldn't you roll with him? I mean, yeah, I guess he's got a... I wonder if the Rodgers ego played a huge factor in this. Maybe it's been more obvious than we realized. But, yeah. Um, I, I, how can it be more obvious than I realized when I said it? Oh, you said it too? Yeah, I mean, I told you that oh. that's why they're not doing it. Well, it's, 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 again, nothing's ever nothing's ever one thing, right? Nothing's ever so cut and dry that it's like, I don't want this, so it didn't happen. Like, there's reasons you don't want it. Those reasons aren't always your own reasons. So one reason you didn't bring in somebody else, you you got so much money wrapped up in everything else, you didn't want to go do that. Uh, Contractually speaking, you needed to make sure it was somebody who would be gone by next year so you could clear up the room for Rodgers to play. And, yeah, I think they did want to see Zach Wilson. I think you saw... We all saw a much improved Zach Wilson in the preseason. Now, improved from a pile of steaming dookie to a, you know, what's better, a cool dookie, I guess? I don't know. Like, he's not – he's he's better than he was, but he's still not good. But the game plan all along was Aaron Rodgers comes in plays at least two years. Zach Wilson sits behind him. If Zach Wilson learns enough, you keep him around, and then he takes over in the future. Potentially. Now, it looks like he's not the guy. But then again, we're probably going to the next year with the same exact thing. But you, yeah, you couldn't bring in... They should have brought in Josh Dobbs. Everybody should have brought in Josh Dobbs. Every single team should have brought in Josh Dobbs. Like, Cleveland obviously shouldn't have got rid of Josh Dobbs. Like, there's like all these things. But you can't hurt Rogers' feelings. You can't... you you got to see what's going on with Zach Wilson because you've sold... Woody Johnson on this whole thing and how Aaron Rodgers is going to save the day and we're going to get our first championship since since Super Bowl three. Like there's you you got to there's so many things involved. But number one, what does Aaron want? That's what the Jets are right now. They are what does Aaron Rodgers want? And similar to that Jaws shark that's 
waiting he's in the coming. water, he's coming closer and closer to the ship. There is a way that he can be pushed away from the ship, and you mentioned it. The outs that I can have on this wager that we have. Let's just play this game. And if you want, you can pull up the standings. You can do it on your phone right now. You can play along with LeVac and I, what we're about to do here. Out loud, just think about this. What number do you believe is a realistic number that if the Jets win this amount of games, they can be a playoff team? I'll go first, as everyone thinks about it. I would say 10. If the Jets can win 10 games, I think there's a real chance they can be in the postseason. If you go lower than 10, I would scratch you right off immediately because of how competitive the AFC is right now. Would you say 10 is a fair number? Would you even go higher because of how the West is improving with your Raiders and Broncos? I think I think 9 keeps you from being eliminated before he could come back. 10, is, 10 puts you in the conversation. 11, you're in. All right, let's go a little old school New York radio here with like Mike and the Mad Dog and Mike Francesa going down, winning long. If you want to do right. it in Mike Francesa's voice, you can here. All right, All right here are the next right, eight. Okay. Here are the next eight games for the Jets. All right, I'm listening. We're just going to ask for a winner or a loss here, Mike. Okay, win or lose, win or lose. Bills. You know that's a, that's a good game. I was. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go win. Okay. I'm going to win that game. All right, win. Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, that's a loss right there. They're going to lose that game. All right, Atlanta. How about who? Atlanta. The Atlanta, Falcons. The Falcons. That's a that's a win. Okay. That's a win for the Falcons. How about the Texans? That's a loss. Okay. CJ Stroud very good. How about the Dolphins again? So uh, you won one, you lose one. You're a winner. You're a winner. Okay. You're a winner. Okay. All right, Commanders. Oh, you win that one. Okay. Browns. No, no Robin Duck. No Watson. I'm going to go with a win on that one. All right, last one's the Patriots. That's a big win. That's a win. You win that one. If that's what Mike said or LeVac or somebody else, that's uh-huh. 10. That's 10 on the money. I got him a count. So if you believe what Mike Francesa just did and – our 1999 version of Good Sports Talk Radio, then the Jets have a possibility to make this happen. And that Aaron Rodgers can play against the Patriots in the final week, week 18, with God knows what that Patriot roster is going to look like, probably tanking as hard as they can for Caleb Williams or Drake May. And Rodgers could take... Oh, God, I just talked myself into this. And Rodgers, <laughs> Rodgers could take the field and just hand off the football, and the Jets could win the game 13-10, to 10, and they go to the postseason. If you believe 10 is the number you believe in magic like Aaron Rodgers does? Uh, dude, again, the more people like you continue to go out and say he's not going to be able to do it, the more I guarantee he does it. That's who he is. That's what he does. He's smarter than you, and he'll tell you that whenever he gets a chance. He would just like you to know that he's smarter than you are all day, every day. Here's what drives me nuts about that conversation. I know what you just said is right, is right. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers believes this hurts my brain because let's just change the injury. And maybe this is stupid for me to even do this. Like, let's just say rather than a torn Achilles tendon, he tore his ACL. Another injury that is a 9 to 12-month recovery period, but we've seen some athletes come back from 6 to 9. 6 to 9! Not even doing it as a joke this time. So if I had said Aaron Rodgers had tore his ACL, would we still be doing this? Like, would it... If Aaron Rodgers, I don't know, tore his patella tendon, which is another 9 to 12 month injury, would he still be doing did, like is the Achilles just because he found some crazy medical procedure that it's, well, it's oh, not thank- crazy that we've explained it. It's actually just science. Would you keep talking about science? But not if when it, it goes against your argument. If it was any other injury that we've perceived to be a season ender, would this still be Aaron Rodgers' attitude? I find that troubling is the word I'll use here. Because no matter what it would have been, he would have been coming back. 
you see him go to Slovakia, like, oh, thank God he tore his Achilles and he has ice and Sherpas and a funny hat and some ayahuasca. Because if it was anything else, I, we would have been in trouble. Ayahuasca, please. Uh, please get it. Please have it right. I mean, hey, what, I had two W's there? I, or an H? I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure what you did. It was, it was something, though. Um, no, and I, I do think a lot of this has to do with what with what the injury was, but the the end result of how fast he comes back will always be what his personal research tells him. And if his personal research is Dr. Elitrage or whoever it was, and they said, you know, with the space bridge and this and that and the other thing, you know, we could potentially get you back here. Well, what if I want to push it? What if I want to get back a month earlier? We'd have to do this, this, and this. Okay, let's do it. And he would do it. Like, he is always going to be righter than you. That's that's just who he is. Globo Jim Dodgeball? <laughs> to We're a degree. smarter than you, and we know it. Right. And, that, and I mean, that's the thing. is is you're... You looking at this and going, here is everything that we know about it. Every time a professional athlete has ruptured their Achilles tendon, it has taken them nine months to a year to return. Uh, we've had a couple guys able to come back in, what, seven? Kobe. Eight, yeah. But we've no one's ever done it in four or five. No one has. No one will. And then... You believe because you saw that that's what will happen. And he's 40, so well, 39. So it's going to be even longer. And then he goes and he talks to Elitraj. And Elitraj says, have you heard of the Space Bridge? And he goes, go on. Instead of just researching, researching the tendon to your leg, we're going to put it with a, with a couple stitches that go the length so you can't, you can't rip it again. It's there. Let's do that. So when can I be? So you told me I'd be back within a year. Now I'll be back within six months because it's Space Bridge. And the guy goes, like, oh, I didn't say six months, but, you know, it's not. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. And then he went and he listened to the Dolphins doing it. And he was like, I feel like I'll be back any day now. And here he is. He's, he's trotting around. He, did, he hasn't had crutches in forever. He's, he's working out on a treadmill this week with 75% of his body weight. I do have a positive theory for Jets fans hearing your take right there about how you explained it. If that is Aaron Rodgers' attitude towards an Achilles tendon tear and he wants to prove people wrong because that's the way he finds competition and health and whoever he is off the field. I wonder if he's going to try to break Tom Brady's record. I wonder if he looked at what Tom Brady did with the TB12 and the health that he had and the way he treated his body and thought, oh, you thought that was good. I'm going to beat that record. Oh, I, I guarantee AR... Eight or whatever. There's that. There's that's out there. That's it's a hundred. Or there'll be a book or something. Who do you think lasts longer in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers or Zach Wilson? Aaron Rodgers. I do too. You mean from this day forward? From I would say yeah. From this day forward, I guess like I guess 2025 would have been a better one. But the point is that if Aaron Rodgers believes this is how he's going to treat his health and he has competition of how to stay healthy and how to whatever he whatever he sets as a goal. If this is it, and it's not a huge setback from whatever injury he has, and I guess I have to be careful with the word setback when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, how he views setbacks. They might. What is it, what is the situation for the Jersey Shore? The bigger the fall, the harder the comeback, something like that. The bigger the the bigger setback. the setback, the bigger the com- oh, the bigger the comeback. I think that was definitely the situation who said that. Nobody else in the history of Earth has said it. That Rodgers probably believes he can outplay Wilson because Wilson stinks. I I think so. Well, Wilson's window is closing. 
So like like Aaron Rodgers' window is closing because he's about to be forty and he's coming back from a career threatening injury. But if he can go out there and be seventy percent of himself, he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. Zach Wilson has to the, till Aaron Rodgers returns, and then maybe a second team takes him on as like a reclamation project. Like John Gruden loved doing that. John Gruden will take who's. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, who's that first round pick who didn't pan out? I'll bring him here. I'll, I'll I'll understudy him. He'll be great, and then I'll have him. Peterman, where yeah. is he? How many yeah. picks? Peterman, uh, you know. Oh, um, not not Darnold, the one before Darnold, Hackenberg, uh, all of them. He he would go get them all. So somebody will bring them, bring him in as like at least one more time. But the problem with Zach Wilson too is he is polarizing enough. That if you make him your backup quarterback and your start, like let's say Pittsburgh, and Kenny Pickett just falls off the face of the earth, and and you know you need to like work with him very very diligently to get him back, crowds are going to chant for Zach Wilson in that situation. He's still going to get that crowd appeal. So you got to if you're bringing him in to be a backup, you've got to have the kind of starting quarterback that you either know isn't going to work out, so it doesn't matter if you lose him, or is such a stud, it doesn't matter. No matter how good Zach Wilson ends up looking in practice, it won't matter. Because the dude threw the ball really well on his pro day and against a bunch of teams that were barely on the field because of COVID and became the second overall pick. And we can all make fun of it now, but the truth of the matter is there weren't a lot of people who were against it when it happened. Everybody was watching him tear up Boise State on a Friday night and thought, that's the guy, including me, who used to wager on Zach Wilson a lot. I, loved, I was a fan of him. Torture these bad teams in COVID, but then it wasn't like the the whole draft, quarterback, everything. Like the whole way we viewed prospects in that whole COVID time period from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one is going to be looked back at like what were you guys looking at? Yeah, I mean it's definitely not a great not, not a great assemblance of, of evaluations. We'll say because the guys are Zach Wilson's an amazing athlete, athletically speaking, the guy's a, a beast. He's far better than Johnny Manziel ever was. But hey, hey, uh, hey, no need for it's true. I mean, Johnny That's football true. to get a That's stray. True. I thought yeah, we well talked you, about that earlier. You and Boston Dan need to stop your crap with, with Johnny football. Johnny used to play football. That's what you need to stop right now. Uh, honestly, what I would like is um, to go to usxpest.com, have them do a, a free inspection of, of every every stadium there where they play NFL football and, and have them Manziel-proof them so he can't even get in. That's not very nice. You know, like the non-chemical exclusion package? Which would really work because I'm pretty sure Manziel's full of chemicals. So when you say there's no chemicals allowed past this point, you wouldn't even go in. USX Pest Control cannot do that. I won't allow them. They can come into your home and make sure your home is safe for the future. They can continue to make sure that game plan is set like they've done for LeVac and I, whether it's Tim, whether it's Frank. I don't know who their favorite NFL teams are, but I know it, I know they can help you make sure your home is safe for the future. USX Pest Control. Speaking about Johnny Football, I'll say this. I heard this from a great philosopher one time. And I think it fits for Johnny Manziel. The comeback is always greater than the setback. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> Sounds situational to me. Um, you know, I love I love USX Pest Control. Absolutely, USXPest.com. And uh, let's do the play of the day. And I want to have a conversation with about this building, Ooh. about these people. Uh-oh. Some people in this building that need to have the priorities put in, in, in proper perspective. That's all coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. And it's Levan Goss for Elevation 10,000. So here's your first step. You go to elevation10k.com and you see everything they're up to. We just went to their grand opening, which 
shocked me because I thought they were already up and running 100%, which they were. I mean, they're already doing websites. They're already helping with, with your marketing, whether it be digital, radio, television. They're already uh, setting up our apparel store. They're already doing apparel for me for the Firebirds. Like, I thought they were already 100% open, and then I go to the grand opening, and it's even better. They've ele- they've, Elevation 10,000 elevated themselves. If you don't believe LeVac and I when we talk about how great Elevation 10,000 is, you should have been there the night with the grand opening and seen all the local businesses supporting them, saying great things about Elevation 10,000, whether it's media companies, whether it's small businesses, whether it's teams. Seeing the support from local people saying thank you to Elevation 10,000 and how great the business is made me feel good. I felt so proud for them that night. So you listening right now, whether it is your small business that's looking for just that extra boost, whether you're a bigger business but maybe your social media is lacking it, whether you have that big event on the way or you've got a team or something you want to promote, Elevation 10,000, that is their strength. Reach out to them today. The backgrounds from music to sports to marketing, all the things that you're looking for, they'll give you a team member that will help your business go to the next level and most importantly, elevating your brand. That's, I mean, that's what it's all about is, you know, everybody's got that guy, right? Oh, who did you use for this? Who did you use for this? Just Elevation 10,000 will elevate it all for you. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Before we do the uh, play of the day, um, I'll first tell you that I have, because I am, uh, you know, basically Captain iHeartMedia at this point. Really? I mean, if you think about it, oh. if you think about it, guys, you, you show up on two stations, right? Sometimes three. I'm on like six. Like I'm on all of them. I show up wherever I'm needed. That's what I do. Like they put, um, whatever the bat signal equivalent of, of, uh, uh loud D bag. I think it's just a bag that's like flapping in the breeze. <laughs> And I come running, and I'm there. Like so, I'll be on picks tomorrow morning, even though I'm very busy. Whoa! I'm, I actually delayed our our, our um, departure time down down to the city for the big AFL announcement. They, I told them, I was like, "We're Albany. I'll get there when I want." And they went, "The fact that that's fine. You're going to be here like an hour before we need you anyway." I'm like, "Okay, good. I'm glad we agreed on that." Um, for the AFL, the big announcements, all of my, I actually got a little sneak preview. You will not be disappointed with what you're going to learn tomorrow. Um, so I'm still like I I'm going to I'm going to be here for picks. I'm going to hang out with Quinn and Cantera in the morning for the C4 Smart Energy Bankroll Challenge. Uh, I of course make myself available to our sister station, the River, with um, uh, Keith and Tanya in the morning. And it's not and, their name. It's what Kevin and Tracy? I think I, if you check, I'm pretty sure it's Keith and Tanya. Um, you know, River mornings. For the celebrity birthday game, they they asked us to do it. I agree to do it, and then it turns out I have been hoodwinked, bamboozled, robbed. I knew I was, I knew I was, I was off my game a little bit, but I didn't know why. I think I just sensed the unfair treatment that was being shoved in my general direction, and not from Tracy as you call her, but from Kevin as you call him, the one I thought liked me. If you haven't been following this week, they asked LeVac and I to come back, which we were honored, we're privileged, post-celebrity, yeah, celebrity so honored, birthday so game. Privileged. We were the first matchup they wanted back, which was really cool of them. Now, if you missed it this morning, I prefer you listen at 99.5 The River, give our friends some clicks and some downloads. But yeah. to sum it up, they were asking for the name of an actress. And I got the actress's name right. Which hurt me because I, I knew exactly who it was. My brain freezes on the names. It does. Ever, ever, you know, he hit me with a couple clues earlier in the week, and I've just been kind of 
Brain fart and I'm trying to remember the clue, but it was like a very famous actress, uh, very good looking, it, and the, then the mom of Christmas Vacation. No, no, no. No, I, no it was um, shares the first name of a uh, very great it's LA city, city in California. Yeah, that's right. In Beverly Hills, Beverly D'Angelo. You got it. I got that. I'm a fan of Entourage. <clears throat> that was the character Babs in Entourage. Yeah. how I got that. Yeah. Phenomenal. Great job by you. I was, I was very proud of you. So the next question was, you have to guess the age of Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. Me, being a child and honestly not knowing how old she was and having the opportunity now to guess something close to this, I, of course, guessed she was 69 years old. You guessed something in the 70s. I said, well, I just won dollars, Jeff. Yeah. You know, I went, I went 70. I knew, I knew you were too young at that point with, with your sophomoric joke. I knew, you were, I knew you were just being a child. Not taking it seriously, and so I was like, you know, I, listen. I think it's. I might even said like, I'm, I'm bad. She's like seventy two. I'm gonna go seventy. John on Twitter. Let's give credit where credit's due. John the man. John on Twitter. Levac, do you have the tweet in front of you somewhere? Do you or can you paraphrase it? Can we shout out John's Twitter handle because he, John, who follows you, I believe on social, maybe me as well. I didn't check. Go John Wilkinson is his name, but it's W X guy two fifteen. So weather guy two fifteen. Is the one who tweets at me? You may have been robbed this morning, according to IMDb. Beverly D'Angelo is seventy-two, not sixty-nine. I smell collusion. LOL. Now I passed along this information. And he's to getting Kevin. a follow back now, so that's that's that's. A I passed deal. along this information to Kevin and Tracy because I felt a little guilty about my win. Kevin quickly defended and said, "No, these people are wrong." Tracy said, "What are you talking about?" You're wrong. And because so, Tracy's husband happens to be of, of French descent, I began my argument in French. J'accuse. I accuse you of cheating. And uh, so she was on my side right away. And she's always the one out to get me. So there is a scandal. I don't know how Kevin and Tracy are going to address this tomorrow. Well, it won't be able to. No, we can't. It, listen, we got to go through a process. Okay. There's things that have happened already. This is not going to be able to be addressed until probably Monday at the earliest. You know, again, I, and again, I'm going to do the appearance with them. I don't have time for both. Right. So I'm going to come back. I'm going to beat you. Even though I've been unfairly put in this hole, I will come back and beat you with you cheating. I will make no reference to it yet because I didn't when we did this. We're professionals. And I still I got to get over to picks yeah. and then I got to get on, on a, a I got to get in a, a car a shuttle down to the city. I don't have time to fix this today. Or just, tomorrow. just like John on Twitter, we would like to hear your suggestions on how to handle this scandal on another station. At the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Gons, T-O-M-G, it was easy. If you want to tag our friends from 99.5 The River, we'd love that. At WOFX980 on Twitter as well. I'll Facebook. tell you what I'm going to do. Yes. I'm going to start breaking wind in their studio and not let the, then keep the door shut with the heat on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Dutch oven them in their own studio so that when they come in in the morning... It's just a whole lot of Levac gas in there. Here's what I would suggest. I don't want to program been, their station or their show. Here's what I would suggest. Not what Levac just said. Doing that's, shots of hot sauce since this started. That's not what I would do. Well, that's because you're, you're you. I'm me. I, I do things my way. You and I will finish off the week. It's already happened. Thursday and Friday, we will we will move on as professionals. Mm, you said already happened. That's weird. But Monday, weird Monday, this could be a ruling from the honorable... Judge Howard Greiner, he could step in here and make a ruling, but he's done that on our show. It could be a river situation. Or, Levac, you tease this on Sunday. Is this the first time we have the debut of Mama Medina? Because you met, if you missed Sunday's show, Delia's wonderful. We, we, her, Zach, Nadia, 
I said this to you off the air. This is one of my favorite promo crews, live on location, LOL, whatever you want to nickname our crew. They make me laugh out loud, and they're all going to be stars if they want to do this for a living. But mm. Delia said strong, that strong her Delia said that her mom would be willing to be a judge. Like this could be her mom. We might need her ruling, Levac, on how to handle this. So we're looking. I like for that rulings. you've accepted the fact that there will not be a fair. It will not be fair. No, just, like there's no way to just do this fairly. Uh, I like that you've already accepted that that, that they're just out to get me. Uh, but that's okay. Like, listen, I don't care who makes the ruling. I know what's right. I know, I know that if I were to host a game and give out erroneous information in an attempt to besmirch the good name of Captain Iheart, <laughs> I would uh, I would own it. I would step up and I would own it. Um, the irony of you being called Captain Iheart and not Tommy Corporate there. After, after the years of me just just when I used to work in other places doing everything I could to to stem the tide right. of this great this great organization. <laughs> That's right. But here I am. Again, you listen, they call I answer. I I bring like do you John wasn't listening to them before we went there. That's this is what we do. Is that you know? true? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just don't know. <laughs> Why listen, says when does the truth matter? Ask Kev, huh? Or Keith or whatever the hell his name is. How dare he? This is the truth is is unimportant. It's abstract. Never like get in the way of, of ruining a game for me personally. So I'm ready though, dude. You know, whatever. I don't care. Again, listen. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just blank out. Maybe I'll just sit there as quiet as possible the next couple of days and see if anybody notices that I'm I'm kind of like protest. That's not gonna happen. That's protesting. the least likely that's gonna happen. I could protest. I could I could be a protester. I could do it. I've protested things in my in my life. Tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Yeah, to this. I mean, oh, actually, wait. What are you? Who's doing this tomorrow? I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be available. I'm literally, literally the announcement starts at three. <laughs> uh, okay, so tune in tomorrow to the river in the morning. Then picks. Then tomorrow, a little quick programming. note before we get to our play of the day, we will get to the play of the day. We will get to that. I promise you. I actually like my play of the day a lot tonight. Uh, Levac is off tomorrow. Levac will be back with us on Friday. We have two very fun guests with local connections joining us. Two Capital Region five one eight guys. Kevin Sweeney from Sports Illustrated is going to join us if you've been following. No. More, more social media talk. Kevin was burying Syracuse basketball on Twitter yesterday. All right, well, he's got a good point. Though. Guess what, Kevin? The second best comeback, the biggest comeback in Syracuse basketball history. You come on the air and you apologize tomorrow. Well, that plus we got to get his thoughts on Siena and Albany and the national picture and everything. So Kevin SI is going to join us. I don't know if you saw the video that might be going viral involving him. Eating well, pizza at three o'clock in the morning in Chicago deep dish and it's all over the internet now. Huh. So that's a fun I'm gonna to talk to him about the I super eat media. Pizza and I'm being a glutton. And our pal Brady twelve feet tall, you eat pizza and you're you you're it's greatness. I don't get it. <laughs> He's got red hair too, so it's yeah, very helps. odd. That helps. That, that definitely helps. Our guy Brady Farkas is gonna join us as well, talk a little New England. What's this sports. us stuff you say? I'm not gonna be here. You listening right now and me. Brady's going to join us to talk about Bill Belichick. What's his future? This is his last season in New England. What do the Boston Celtics have to do to win an NBA championship? And the Red Sox changes and more to look like in the East. If you're a fan of New England sports, I know we get some love out in the New England way, especially Mass and Vermont. Brady's going to join us. Both guys scheduled to join us in the 4 o'clock hour tomorrow, so be looking forward to that. If, um, if, if everything goes quickly in the city, I'll give you a call. Or, you know, but, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, have no, I have no idea what to really expect. It's my first time um, you know, hanging out with commissioner hutton and uh and the crew so um so i'm but i'm uh, if, if i can i will i will reach out and and let you know let you know exactly what's going on 
Because I'm that kind of person. I think you're going to be very busy. Some of the stuff you told us earlier. That's your way show, of saying you don't want me to call. Right? I didn't say. I just stop. That's okay. Say, listen, I, you're think, you're a team president. You're going to be busy, way busier than you think tomorrow. I don't know if that's the case. I um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Again, I don't. I don't. I'm not shirking my duties here. Like if I have a duty, if I can, you know, if I have time, I'll 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 hit you up and see if you have a space for me. If you don't. That's fine. If or if I don't, that's fine. I won't be mad at me. Either way, I'll be fine with me. I'm going first for our play of the day today. Please Some do wagering on a Wednesday. The Washington Wizards are laugh out loud bad, and it's all because of Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole was I was talking all, I was talking all about him yesterday. How ridiculous he is! I can't believe people thought Jordan Poole was better than Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, NBA Reddit. NBA Twitter, we talk about college football in the NFL, and we see some wild theories. You want to go down a cesspool. Go figure out what goes on in the NBA fans who are diehards in this sport. The Wizards are at home against the Mavericks. Five and a half is the spread. Why am I going to overthink this? I'm taking Dallas. Washington stinks. It's a regular Wednesday. Poole thinks he's a star. He's going to try to outplay Luka. Kuzma's okay, but he's never been as good as... Maybe people thought he'd be for the Lakers. He's been fine out there in a while. Dallas, five and a half versus Washington. It can't be easier than that. I feel like it's such an easy bet that I might even lose. No, no, no. Don't even talk that into existence. <laughs> Dallas is the play. Like, Dallas against Washington. That's my play, and I feel really good about it tonight. Is, and this isn't the this isn't the in season tournament. No, not the in season tournament. Hmm. I thought about Portland, even though Portland stinks and they're a 10 point dog at home, but the crowd usually in Portland's really good. I thought about the Kings, but I've lost twice on them so far this season, so I have an irrational grudge against them now. I don't know how long that's going to last, and nothing else really jumped out to me. So I'm taking the Mavericks because I felt so strong about that game. Uh, Knicks need a win, in, in my humble opinion. You know, after losing to the Celtics, so I'll take the Knicks. I'll I'll, I'll take a point and a half against the the Hacks, the Hacks them. And if they if they lose, I'll Draymond Green the hell out of somebody. I'm not right in there. Under the chin. Maybe that's how I'll resolve this whole river thing. Just pop up behind the screen that Kevin's on. And just go, Come here, buddy. Huh? How you like that? <laughs> Your wires are crossed, aren't they? Come here, Florida boy. Yeah. Hey. How warm is it now? Huh? Hot in the kitchen. 72 degrees, not 69. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm, I might, I might have lost my brain. It might be gone. So we'll just see. We'll see what happens. We'll just see how far this goes. But I do know. The play of the day right there was brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together we drive. Together let's drive. And uh, find new roads to Mohawk Chevrolet. But, uh, of course, those roads will lead you to exit 12 in Boston Spa, where you will see the most beautiful dealership. An amazing selection. Uh, you got Travis Horn, the GM. He's in there making sure everything's good. We did the show from there yesterday. Walked in. I saw uh, Katie Gattuso Duncan. I saw Steve Duncan Gattuso. They were all there to help. Uh, all these all these amazing people. My my guy Derek's in there to help you with whatever you need. Um, Mike the Martian's running around. He thought you were uh, crazy and out of this world and not in a good way. He's laughing at me. He was laughing at you quite a bit yesterday. <laughs> and uh, it was just it was good to see everybody. And then remember that when I tell you that you need to go to Mohawk Chevrolet because it's truck season because of all the great financing and and all the amazing things going on. You know you're about to go drive the family for uh, Thanksgiving or or whatever, and you're thinking to yourself, Oh my God, I hope the vehicle makes it. I hope. Oh, uh, do I need an oil change? Only start there. Go to the service department. Check that out. They'll take great care of you, and then you'll know that you want to be a part of the Mohawk family moving forward. Just when I see those guys, though, it just reminds me, like, hey, I'm doing a good thing by hooking you up with them because they are 
way more responsible than some morning shows in this market. I started noticing. I don't know who you're talking about there. Uh, I started noticing a theme there about certain people driving a family to different areas in Thanksgiving and making yeah. sure they had oil. Uh, was that someone specific you were talking about? Do you or? need an oil change? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, I do. Yeah, well, I knew that. I mean, oh. that didn't even... No, I literally had a friend of mine reach out to me the other day. She's like, listen, I want to come hang out. We're going to do some stuff. I know there's friends, whatever. Um, how far after your oil change oil light comes on can you go before you change your oil? I was like, well, really? You just probably should just get it changed. I was, but it depends on how you drive, all these other things. Um, I was like, just go to Mog. Just do it. Just go to Mog. I'll call him. You come, come hang out during the show. Go to Mog. And... I didn't hear from her. So I was like, you know what? Maybe your car broke down. I don't know. But that's because she didn't go to Mohawk in the first place. Listen, find you know, it. used to be finding roads. Now it's Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive where they always go out of their way to please you. Uh, Goss will be here tomorrow. I will be making history in New York City as part of the Arena Football League announcement. Enjoy your time in the city, Levesque. It's an historic day. I hope you guys realize that when you're doing it. It's a really cool moment that you and the Capital Region get to be a part of for what's going on down in the Big Apple tomorrow. It makes no sense that I'm one of the representatives of the Capital Region for this. I mean, I am Mr. Capital Region. I am Captain Iheart. Um, I am the president of of the Fibers. I am, I don't know, what's my title at Tech East now? Uh, Director of Community Outreach. I am a lot of things. But the face you want on television when you're making a national announcement, probably not on that list in any way, shape, or form. So I'll be back on the radio with you on Friday. Maybe, who knows, maybe maybe dropping a phone call in at some point tomorrow. You never know. You never know what I'll do. But uh, I know one thing you need to do, and that's wash your hands, don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.